0: It's time for your daily dose of all things Chicago sports. This is the daily score. Now, here's your host, Mark Grody. Oh, hello! Welcome into the program. I'm Mark Grody. This is absolutely the daily score. Thank you so much for tuning in. I always appreciate it. And I'm just I'm looking at uh, the Bears' upcoming schedule here, and they've got their preseason game against the Bills on Saturday. That's August 26th, final preseason game, and it is at Soldier Field. And then, again, August 26th. And then the real stuff starts on Sunday, September 10th, when the Green Bay Packers are at the Bears. And the thought I had as I was looking at this long list of Bears injuries is, can we just skip to the the season? Can we just maybe take – that final preseason game off because there are so many injuries piling up at Halas Hall for the Chicago bears. I believe around 20 players, according to my count in watching the practice today, which is Wednesday as we record, they practice indoors because of the heat and yeah, there are about 20 players missing and Look, we don't know the the seriousness of these injuries. Matt Eberflus has said, you've heard me say it over and over and over, that if there's serious injuries, Matt Eberflus is supposedly going to tell us. Now, when we when we get to the Tevin Jenkins stuff, as we've been talking about the last couple of days, the Bears head coach has been willing to only say that it is. As opposed to day to day, it is week to week. So I don't even know what a serious injury is at this point, or what. I guess I guess that's a question I should be asking Matt Eberflus. What is a serious injury? What constitutes serious? Missing one game, missing two games, is that is that still day to day in Matt Eberflus's world, or week to week? I mean, the definitions are becoming difficult for us to um, translate. I think at this point. So still a lot of trouble on the Bears' offensive line. No Tevin Jenkins, obviously. Nate Davis did not practice on Wednesday. Lucas Patrick did not practice on Wednesday. Darnell Wright did not practice on Wednesday. Darnell Wright was present, by the way, the Bears' rookie starting tackle. He was there, and he appeared to have a small brace, small brace on his right ankle. So and he was he didn't seem to be favoring it, didn't seem to be limping. That's just what I saw. Um, the scarier part is that one of the, the new injuries that popped up is Cole Komet. Cole Komet went down in practice. He got on the cart and then went back to, to Hallis Hall from the Walter Payton Center to Hallis Hall. Um, I don't know if we it, you know I know that when you hear carted off. It, it sounds, ooh, that's scary. It's not as scary as it once was in the NFL. A lot of guys, as you see, carted it off. They don't, they don't mess around, and especially in this case. If a guy's injured, you may as well put him on the golf cart and take him back to Alice Hall, whether it's a hangnail or a hamstring injury or whatever the case, or a headache. You're, you're probably going to get a ride. You're going to get a sweet ride back to Hallis Hall. So, yeah, there's a lot of different moving parts on the on the offensive line, um Cody Whitehair what actually let's put it put it very simply Cody Whitehair and Braxton Jones were the only regulars that um were out there on the offensive line. So you're seeing Larry Borum put in place, Jatari Carter, uh Dieter Iceland getting some play as well. It's you know, it's a, it's a tough situation. We talked to the the Bears offensive line coach today, Chris Morgan, you know, and he's just you know very coachy next man up next man up obviously it's not ideal it's a fluid situation this is the nfl all of that kind of stuff but i just i don't know how worried we should be at this point i mean on the surface yeah you should be when you hear numbers like that and players of consequence that are going down that's that's obviously a problem but how big of a deal it is at this point we don't know the you know, marcus walker's still out on the defense Yannick Ngakwe, not really practicing as he's supposedly in ramp-up mode. Tremaine Edmonds is ramping up, saw him do what what I thought was some full-speed drills. He's not doing 11-on-11 11 11 or 7-on-7 or anything like that. So in other words, not doing team drills, just stuff on the side and some individual stuff. And It, it looks like he's legitimately heading towards playing in that Packers game on September 10th. Um, You know, we got to look at Let's return to the Justin Fields scenario. Uh, on Wednesday, I, let's just put it this way. Again, we, we have to be a little more careful with how much how specific we are here forth rest of the season. The fun's over in terms of we, the media, being allowed to tweet out what's exactly happening in practice because there's nobody the, – the public is not there, which means – We can't just tweet willy-nilly anymore. So it gets very difficult to be super specific. But I will say the defense dominated the day again on Wednesday. I did not think the offense looked particularly crisp. All of this leading me to say that, and I know that we're going to have this debate, and you guys probably have your opinions. My opinion is, despite all of the stuff I just said about the Bears' offensive line, I would like to see Justin Fields out there. I would like to see him out there. You don't have to run anything crazy. You can hand the ball off every time as far as I'm concerned. Keep throwing the ball behind the line of scrimmage to guys. That's cool too. I just think he needs to continue to be out there to see different looks from different defenses and continue to assimilate and all of that. Look, Justin Fields is the undisputed starter on this team. It is If he puts it all together, he's got star potential still That all exists, but it's been an average. There's no other way to sugarcoat it. Average at best for Justin Fields and this Bears offense throughout training camp. And, you know, it was terrific what we saw in the first preseason game. Fun stuff with Tyson Bagent in the second game and and Nathan Peterman for that matter. But, you know, we know what we think Justin Fields might be, but he ain't there yet. And every little bit... I think is going to help for Justin Fields. And so, I, like I said, if it's one series, if it's one series, then um, I understand everything with the offensive line. But the other part too is, you know, they, they rave about the the depth and the backups and, you know, Tari Carter, that's, that's Ryan Poles' guy. And, you know, Larry Borum, I think Chris, Chris Morgan said, this guy's played a lot of football, you know, don't tell us, uh, you know, the, the great attributes of these guys if you don't completely trust them to at least go out there and let Justin Fields be totally and completely conservative if that is the case. So that's where I stand on that. Another thing too, that I think I realized today, I mean, we still, and I know maybe there's a little bit of a decrease in the fizzle that has been Tyson Bajan as we get farther away from the drive, uh, the 90 plus yard drive, and then the subsequent touchdown run for Tyson Beijing, which is really exciting. But again, all, all indications are at camp that PJ Walker will be the backup quarter, the primary backup quarterback. And you know, Luke Getsy didn't say that, but you know, he mentioned experience quite a bit in terms of attributes he likes and how he evaluates the backup quarterback he didn't dismiss, you know, wholly the idea that, you know, you just look at productivity pound for pound. And if you're doing that Tyson Bajan has been more productive than PJ Walker, but the indication to me, again, my favorite word, what I inferred from everything that, that Luke gets, said today was that experience. It really plays when it comes to the backup quarterback and, while Tyson Bajan has been an exciting story, is he truly ready when the lights come on and it's the second quarter of the Green Bay game and, you know, God forbid Justin Fields goes down with an ankle injury, cramping, you know, whatever. You see him laying down on the sideline and he's got to go in. Is he really ready? Is he really ready when guys are going to come at him and there is no stop sign? No stop sign. I'm a skeptical about that. So I while PJ Walker has not impressed anybody, I am most comfortable with him as the backup quarterback for right now. And I think that's what the Bears are too. That's what they've been showing. That's what I can see. And those were the indications I thought, my opinion, from what Luke Getsey was was saying, um, as well. So that's where I'm standing with that. Um, trying to think here if there's anything else that was interesting on the day. Told you about Tremaine Edmonds. Um, Andrew no- Ginoco spoke, the Bears quarterback's coach. Kind of spoke in generalities. I asked him specifically what's Justin Fields working on. Just kind of went through the whole diatribe of things. You know, Quick decision making, getting rid of the ball quickly, uh, presence of mind knowing what the defense is doing. So I don't know that I necessarily was able to take away anything from that other than, other than there's still nobody like raving about some giant, you know, leap forward that Justin Fields has taken or, you know, nobody's saying, um, you know, look out, look out, you know, this guy, woof, the things he's doing out there are incredible. And that's, you know, a lot of that is just those guys keeping it on an even keel. So, in other words uh, not a lot to read into I don't think from from Andrew Janoco and the and the quarterbacks coach of the Bears I mean you know hopefully you have a chance to hear some of that listen to some of that um, at some point in time but that's just that's kind of what I was able to get out of it so, so that's where we are the bear we're gonna probably find out um, today Thursdays you're probably listening to or watching this podcast if Justin Fields will play if anybody's healthy, (laughs) Um, you know, and this is, Hey, for this, some of this man, some of this, like, I wish like this kind of stuff happened last year, like the Tyson Bajan stuff, would that not have been perfect for last year in a team where you were not expected to win? We'd probably be saying a lot of different stuff about Tyson Bajan um, if this was last year, but, and, and a lot of these extra roster guys, you know, the bears still have 90 guys out there. And last year was a year in which there was a help wanted sign for the Bears, or you know, sort of like a journeyman allowed here in on this team, or undrafted rookies, you know, Josh Blackwell, Jalen Jones, they're allowed on this team. That was last year, um, but and now you're going to get a chance to c- continue to see these guys in that final preseason game of the year. So. That's what's going down. I appreciate you guys watching and listening. It's been a fun ride so far, and uh, I'll be looking forward to talking to you guys in a couple of days. Actually, wait. Tomorrow is Thursday, so there'll be one more podcast this week. I'm always off a day. It's, it's very difficult, very difficult uh, to keep track of the dates. and I know a lot of you guys out there listening probably have jobs and schedules that you don't really know the day either, so, um, so there'll be one more podcast this week. Um, and finally, too, I want to tell everybody that that a lot of my colleagues, including our executive producer Ray Diaz, is in Las Vegas. So a lot of fun Las Vegas stuff coming up this week. I'm going to be filling in for the great David Haw on Friday on the Molly Haw Show. Um, so that's what's coming up for me, and uh, hopefully to, by tomorrow. Um, ray will have some las vegas stories for us i and if he doesn't i will definitely ask him to manufacture some because um as we're recording this i believe he's getting ready to go out for a crazy dinner with the rest of the staff so um looking yeah we'll pop to- on you uh, we'll pop in <laughs> on you yeah and, and i will have something for you you yeah. know there will be no need for manufacturing anything Hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're, we're, we're doing a show tomorrow, Bernstein, Holmes, and Rahimi in the Galaxy Ballroom here at Circa Resort in Castino, uh, and if there's nothing, if not any stories from that, there's an entire day of, of hopefully shenanigans that I can-
1: uh, Oh, report. I love it. I
0: love it. Oh, but we we'll got- get, We'll get a, a Bears report, and we'll get a uh, score in Las Vegas uh, shenanigans report. <laughs> <laughs> oh man i can't wait i've seen like shane and parkins are doing you know putting up their instagram videos and i haven't seen anything from layla yet and as we just said uh as we're recording this ray has basically just arrived and it's already chaos because it's it's las vegas but that's gonna do it uh for ray diaz in las vegas i am mark grody in chicago thank you for listening and we'll talk to you soon on the daily school